Hey everybody! Uh, so excited for you to be with us. Um, today we are going to be giving a, you a brief intro episode uh, where we explain who the heck we all are and what is our goal with the We Ship It podcast. Yeah, this is going to be so much fun. So if you've ever fallen completely, perfectly, and incandescently for a literary romance, um, if you've ever wanted <laughs> more and sought out, you know, a fan fiction, if you've ever said those words, I ship it, which I have definitely said in my lifetime, this I, is the yeah, podcast for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Today, along with giving you some background on us, we're also going to dive into why we're here, why we want to have these conversations, and we're going to reveal the topic for our first episode. Yay! Um, So stick around till the end. The question is, will your ship sail or sink? Find out as we dive into our favorite literary couples. I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to the We Ship It podcast. So over the course of, well, you know, however long this ends up going, my BFF Devin and I will be discussing what most English teachers deem to be the bane of their existence. Isn't that right, Devin? (laughs) Yes. So we are going to be focusing on relationships, those relationships that made us all swoon and cry and rethink our lives as we read them. The literary power and not-so-power couples of all time. While, yes, there are so many literary devices and themes and motifs that we could discuss about these books, um, and trust me, it would be like a whole other podcast, you know, a whole grab-a-coffee and let's-talk-literature podcast. Um, But what truly deep down sticks with me are all of those well-written, beautifully-crafted love stories the ones that keep us obsessively reading and reading and wanting more, waiting for those true love moments. That's what the We Ship It podcast is going to be all about. I absolutely agree, Steph. Um, You know, so like novels are created. They are manifest. They are born in existence (laughs) um, for the reader. Um, And it is uh, to form a deeper connection with the reader, to allow them to experience the world around them in a newer light um, through all the highs and lows and sideways and upside downs with um characters constructed from words on the page um we get to enjoy their excursion their life through another set of eyes um and there's nothing more essential to the foundation of this mantra than the relationships found within these texts um my passion for lit manifested through the weighty power of words and what they can mean to people um for years storytelling has been like the crux the center, the cornerstone of human existence. Mm-hmm. If you go way back, storytelling used to happen on walls, and then it would be vocalized, and now we are where we are today, um, with it being printed. So it brings us together as a, as, as a people. And that's one of the reasons I decided to become a teacher. In the past three years, I've taught students from all ages, from um, seventh grade all the way up to 11th, and seen how literature can challenge, shape, and inspire. And that's kind of why I'm getting into this and exploring this important question a bit more with you. Um, I'm excited to see where this will go. I'm super ready for it all. It's going to be a blast. And I hope you guys are ready to join us on this quest. Yes, I love it. This is so great. And so again, um, my name's Stephanie. And so I work for a nonprofit to give you a little background on me. 
and I absolutely love what I do. However, you know, sometimes that little hobby is missing from my life. So this is why I really wanted to get into this. From the time I was very, very little, literature and these foundational characters have meant the world to me. (laughs) Little me. (laughs) Um, They were my friends, you know. So as I would turn each page, you know, I would cry when they cried. I would laugh when they laughed. And most especially, I would get super excited whenever those little goosebumpy relationshipy moments would occur. Um, and they were the moments that obviously the author really, really wanted you to get into the relationship. And those were the moments that really stuck with me the most. And I can remember one of the first times I felt really strongly about a lit couple. Um, the first time I kind of started to understand what those Tumblr users meant when they said the words, I ship it, you know. And it was when Ron and Hermione first became an item, you know, when I was reading Harry Potter. I adored them. I loved following their ups and downs, and I could not get enough. I became that weird nerd who reads fan fictions and watches YouTube fan videos, and I'm quite (laughs) proud to say it. Um, And it was just a great way. (laughs) Yeah, Devin's laughing at me. Um, And it was just a great way to grow up and engage with people and engage with important texts that people cared about. So don't worry, guys, we will have an entire episode or more dedicated to Ron and Hermione and Harry Potter and that whole story um, where we'll go into more detail. But for now, that's really where I remember myself falling in love with this quote unquote, I ship it mentality. Um, From there, as I grew, so did my relationship with novels and the characters within them. And it's just been super important. It's been a super important thing for me. Um, and so that's that's why we're here. That's why we're starting this We Ship It podcast. Um, so Devin, Yay. yes, Devin, I ha- I wanted to know if you could explain to everyone a little bit more about how we know each other. <laughs> I will do my best. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I personally can't fully remember exactly how we came Boo. Uh, into existence. <laughs> the Steph and Dev, the all powerful. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but we practically have known each other since elementary school. Um, however, I don't think we really started like getting like really close and actually like starting to form a true relationship um, up until like middle school or high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right. Steph and I both played saxophone in our school's concert band, <laughs> and we coincidentally um, we are also chairmates uh because we didn't really practice that much (laughs) and god bless god bless our band director who put us together because he knew we were the two worst saxophonists so that's really how our relationship friends for life (laughs) (laughs) um anyways uh so I think some of, my, some, some of my favorite moments are just like us sitting out on your porch and or out by your pool even. I'm just chatting the time away. Um, sometimes it would be relationship related. Sometimes it'd be school related. It would be whatever is on our minds at the time. Uh, yeah, other times you would find us bubbling over the most recent reads with a cup of tea as company. So it was just like with us being in this quarantine we wanted to try and recreate those conversations. We want to try and just like bring them back to life and share them with someone. So we're going to try and share them with you um, in a relatable way for you, our listeners. So join us along. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of the goal because I, I do remember those conversations we would have where we would get really in depth about a book that we were reading um, over a cup of tea. And I, I miss those days. So that's why we're doing this because we were, <laughs> 
I, we found out that, you know, literary couples. We live far couples, away now. It's a yeah, sad day. We do live far away. And I'm, you know, in Virginia. Devin is in Pennsylvania. Where, um, but mm-hmm. we we have that, like, passion for literature that, that we can bring to the table and really be talking about with people. So I'm excited about this. Um, so, yes. Anyway, something I think is hilarious that Devin did not mention, which I'm wondering why he didn't <laughs> mention it, um, but something that you're probably going to kill me for bringing it up. Um, another reason that Devin's name came to mind when I was thinking about who to ask to co-host for this, um, other than, you know, our history of incredible conversations, as Devin mentioned. So Devin and I used to call each other Peta and Katniss. I have literally no idea where this came from. <laughs> um, I think we were just excited about the Hunger Games at the time. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure why, but we were really it excited just, man, about it. It just came to be. It just Before. came to be. And so actually that's what Devin's name to this day still is in my phone is PETA. Um, And like I said, we were best friends and it's just been that way ever since. So I love that. And I absolutely can't forget to mention one last thing. Uh, Devin was actually my bride's dude in my wedding last year. It was a super (laughs) awesome time. It It was so much fun. And we're coming up on a year. Oh my God. I can't believe it's it. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so he was in my wedding. A big love for to this Tom. guy. Shout out to Tom. The love of my life. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, the literary romance of my life. <laughs> um, but anyway, so big love to you, Devin. I'm so excited we're doing this. And I, I think, love you, Steffi. Oh, I love you too. Um, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun on this show just talking about mm-hmm. a lot of different couples of literature and TV and movies and all the fun things. Um, so I just wanted to go a little bit further into the inspiration for this podcast basically i roped devin into this <laughs> he was happy a little bit a little bit just a little bit <laughs> he was happy i needed some like, like motivation to yes, like really get into he it definitely needed some motivation but now we're super stoked um mm-hmm. and basically my inspiration comes from my love for characters for character development for reading um just in general and really following characters on their life story And honestly, there's been a huge movement lately where people are just like, oh, I hate it when the story ends up a love story. Like, it's so overdone. Yeah, boo. Um, But honestly, like, I'm never over it. I love the love story. I'm so infatuated with the couples and their stories. It's literally, like, it's helped us become... Well, it's what's made us who we are as a human family, following these couples, following their character development. And I remember reading fan fiction as a kid and watching those videos on YouTube and Tumblr, like I mentioned, and man, was it unhealthy, but um, it was so much fun too. And it actually, yeah, it really like, it framed, it framed a lot of my development as a person. Um, But either way, a good love story sticks with you for a lifetime And that's really why I wanted to do this, so we could dive into the good, the bad, and the ugly of the relationships that we grew up loving and reading about. Um, But anyway, so a question I had for Devin, what are you Mm -hmm. most excited for, and what can our listeners expect? Ah, such a big question. I know. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Um, So what I'm most excited about is just, like, tackling some of these big, beautiful, twisted, lovely... uh, crafted relationships um that we all know and love um some of them that just come to mind are like Romeo and Juliet like Ron and Hermione like you said um Elizabeth and Darcy um they're all iconic right um but we're also going to try and mix in a few um tv shows at some point like Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec 
um, or Marshall and Lily from How I Met Your Mother. Um, these are all couples that kind of like stick with us and who we return to again and again. They give us an understanding of who we are and also what a beautiful and loving relationship is like. Or maybe it's not like. They reveal to us who we'd like to become or who we'd like to refrain from being. It's almost like each character has imprinted itself, uh, a piece of themselves, into our hearts. And we continue to cherish them for years and years to come. So true, Devin. Uh, Awesome. My gosh. Okay, I love your English teacher self. I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait to explore I'm glad some you of do. These. <laughs> these. Yes, I can't wait to explore some of this with you. Um, so okay, moving on really quickly. I mentioned at the beginning of our episode that we were going to announce the couple that we would be focusing on for our first episode. Yes. So the moment that you've all been waiting for, what is episode one going to encompass? Well, we are going to be diving into, drum roll please, Romeo and Juliet. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> we think that, you know, although extremely flawed, which I'm sure a lot of you are thinking oh, right it's now, gross. Romeo and Juliet, oh my gosh, um, we're definitely going to be going more into those flaws and everything about it. Um, but their relationship and Shakespeare's, you know, his dynamic that he created with the two of them has probably impacted most profoundly pretty much all of the other important literary relationships we've come to know and love. If we didn't start with this one, it'd be insane. Yeah, if we didn't start here, it wouldn't make sense. So we knew we had to. And um, so, you know, the whole idea of the star-crossed lover, that love at first sight that people are obsessed with and books in ap- years past after Romeo and Juliet became obsessed with, um, that's, you know, it's all intertwined in these two household names. Everyone knows Romeo and Juliet. And so that's where we're going to begin this adventure, this kind of ongoing, open-ended discussion. Um, I like to call it a thesis rather than a podcast, but we're going to be talking (laughs) about this through our podcast. Um, And we're going to be talking about the ships that sailed and the ships that sunk. So the ones that that we really loved and the ones that we also didn't really love and talking about why, why that is and how that impacted us all. Um, so we invite you all to email us to share your feedback. Join us. Join yes, us. Join, join us. us. Um, what are your thoughts on Romeo and Juliet? Was it true love? What is your favorite scene? We encourage anyone interested to take part in this conversation. Um, so in order to do that, you can just email us at the at not the. You can email us at we ship it podcast at gmail.com. So that is we ship it podcast at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voice message through the Anchor app. If you have, you know, an Anchor account and you're listening to us on Anchor, you can send in a voice message that we can play as well. Um, so feel free to reach out to us. We want to talk with you guys. We so, would love that. Yes, we would love to hear from you. That's the whole point of this, to have a discussion. Um, so just moving on to our last last thing. And I know Devin hates me for having made him think of this. <laughs> um, but so... The last question I wanted to ask, and I thought it would be a really good way for you guys to get to know us a little bit better um, and get to know what we're going to be talking about a little bit better. So my question to Devin is, who is your favorite all-time literary couple? Uh, Go for it, Deb. Who do you love? (laughs) It's so difficult. (laughs) Um, So I guess they're just like so many. There's plenty of memorable uh, couples, but I don't know if I have a favorite one. However, one of my most treasured texts that I have 
loved since I've read it and continue to come back to it um, and how it dives into the complexity of love is John Steinbeck's East of Eden. Um, read it in high school, has been within me, and I think it's just a beautiful text. If you haven't read it, please read it. I'll have another episode about this, I'm sure. But I'm going to give you a quick like synopsis just to like and capture like why this is so important. Um, so while it's not like the most beautiful or classic love story, um, this text offers its readers insight into the essential need for love in your life. Um, Steinbeck almost makes the thematic statement of like human, the strongest human ability is for them to love. Um, so it kind of all starts off, and if you don't know anything about the text, it's like a remodeling, a revision of um, the story of Adam and Eve in Genesis in the Bible. Um, but it starts off with Adam and his almost consuming love, love story with Catherine. Um, and it's misguided. She doesn't necessarily love him back, and she has his own version. She wants to like almost use him, um, manipulating him. Um, so we find out that like too much love is a bad thing. Okay, If you love someone too much, it's not a good thing. Um, yeah, he finds his love for his sons and that kind of like brings him back into the the wholesomeness of it um whereas aaron his one of his sons um has a an idealized love for someone um so another poorly constructed love story um and lastly we see catherine and how she has fallen away from all of this love um her absolute almost detestation of love um she abandons her family and creates a false replacement of romantic love a whorehouse, um, and it's designed to exploit. It's designed to exploit the loneliness of its patrons and corrupt the purity of love, taking something that's so beautiful and pure and just, ah, and destroying it. Um, so it's hard to see how she goes about doing that. Um, so that's why I love this book. I love this story. And it, they, it comes back to almost like this idea that the true love arrives in the form of family. So that's why I like I hold it so dear to me. Famous I love one. that. I love it. And like, we're definitely going to have an episode on East of Eden. Yeah. Like, there's no question be in my mind. <laughs> fun. Um, so fun. I oh, yeah. It. But then, so just to like, give you guys a little bit of my side of the story when it comes to my favorite literary couple. Um, so just like Devin, I'm going to be a little cliche and I'm going to kind of say, <laughs> <laughs> I can't just pick one. Um, and so I mentioned before that Ron and Hermione kind of got me started on this whole thing. You know, that Harry Potter couple, the will they, won't they of the Harry Potter series, if you will. Um, no, but so they will forever kind of hold a piece of my heart. I think as I grew up, um, they kind of, I grew up with them and it was just mm -hmm. great to see their relationship blossom. They came out, those books came out like when we were. When we were growing up, right. Growing so up, like so. my first, I read the first Harry Potter book when I was six years old, or not six years yeah. old, when I was in first grade. I guess it was six and years old. And didn't you read it with your dad too? I did. So I got really emotional because I read it with my dad all the way through and it was like this amazing experience. Um, so it really was like a like a oh young, do yeah oh do um, it, was like a, it was like a young adult like growing up I was growing up with them and it was awesome um and then as I grew up another relationship that I just absolutely adore is she that matured. Of, what 
She matured. Yes, I matured. I'm not mature. No, I'm just kidding. Um, So I think um, as I grew up, another relationship I adored was Elizabeth and Darcy in Pride and Prejudice. And that is so cliche, but it's true. There's just something so powerful about their constant butting heads and their drama. And they, they teach each other every step of the way. You know, they both have their own prejudices, but... In the end, it was that that they like taught each other to, to let go of and truly love each other. Um, mm-hmm. It just really moves me. And it makes the scene where they do get together that much more real and passionate. Um, I always think of that scene in the movie with Kira Knightley where they meet each other on in on the moors in the morning. And they're like in love. And so kiss. beautiful. It was just so beautiful. But either way... Um, yeah, so I, I love that relationship, and I'm sure we'll get to talking about that at some point, too. <laughs> I'm sure. We'd be remiss if we did not. Um, but either way, more details on that as we go. Um, so get ready for the We Ship It podcast, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, um, thank you guys so much for listening. This is Yes, thank you, thank you, zero. thank you for making it here. Yes, and thank you for making it to the end. So this was episode zero. Our first episode, as we said, is going to be Romeo and Juliet focused. Super excited about that. So excited. And so it's at this point that I think most podcasters would say, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I really would love to engage with you guys. I want to hear from you. Um, and it would mean the world we to us. We only get better. We only will get better if we hear from you. Yeah, that's true. We'll only get better from here if we hear from you guys. Um, and just like it would mean the world to us if you guys would rate our podcast too on mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, whatever. Um, we're new at this, but we would absolutely love to continue. So feel free to reach out. Send us your secrets. Ask us your questions, as Coldplay would say. <laughs> All that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have a couple that you want covered or a comment on an upcoming couple, please feel free to email yes, us. Please. Yes, yes, yes. At weshipitpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time, you guys. Yeah, see you next time, everybody. Enjoy. Enjoy.